People told me I couldn't do a lot of things. I feel like I'm the chosen one. Look at this. We created this. This didn't exist before we were here. All we are is proud and passionate. I love Toronto. I love this team. And we're going to the, the NBA. Nothing matters but winning. Welcome back to episode 86 of Rapsville Weekly. I'm your co-host, Gabriel Cellio, alongside Adam Kasucci. Today, we have another special guest episode for you guys. We already did one, uh, I believe, two or three episodes ago, and now we have our second. And before we get into that, as always, please like and subscribe, leave your comments down below, and if you'd like to be on an episode, DM us on Instagram, at Rapsville, and you can find also NBA News Raptors content on there, so give us a shout there as well. Um, we're going to get into the episode here, and first, we want to give a little introduction to our guest for today. Roy, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, this is Loy. I have been Raptors fan since 2004. I believe this is when James Carter has left and Chris Boss is kind of fresh new with bald head. Oh. And now I'm living in South Korea, so being on like Korean Raptors fan is kind of rare. It's really glad to see you guys in this podcast. Yeah, it's great having you. Uh, honestly, there's not too many uh, fans that are probably going to have from uh, South Korea or Asia in general, so it's crazy having you on. Obviously, the time difference is a problem, you know, setting up the podcast and stuff, but it's great having you and getting some insight of some other fans, you know, outside of Canada supporting the team. Yeah, you can see how the NBA is kind of getting global. I'm really glad to have this opportunity. Yeah. All right, so let's start with the questions here. So my first question for you, Roy, is who has been your favorite player to watch this season? So this season, I kind of expected a lot from Pascal Siakam, but basically every Raptors fan feels like it was kind of disappointment. So instead of um, focusing on Pascal Siakam, I was focusing on OG Anunoby because mm. OG has been really well developed in terms of how he has got stronger in terms of bark, the size, and yeah. he can he use his size in like inside penetration. I really liked him, but. Basically, like, there were so many people who got injured, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. I think OG's had a fantastic season, big step up. He's been, like you said, a little more aggressive, getting to the inside, bullying defenders, um, kind of just taking more of the game on his own and in his own stride. Would you say the same, Adam? Yeah, I would say the same. And, Roy, I have a question for you. Do you think OG can be an all-star in the future, uh, later on in his NBA career, of course? Um, it is very difficult to answer, but I see him as a little Kawhi Leonard because when Kawhi has been started his career, he played like three and D player, and then he got developed his power, like he got to know how to use his power and quickness, so he developed his mid range skills. So that yeah. made him as a superstar. So if OG, I think he's a pretty much a good shooter, even though he's not consistent. So if he develops mid range games, why not all stars? I believe. Okay. Yeah, great. All right. So who has been your favorite addition to the team this season? Um, I think um, Utah Watanabe. Of course, okay. he's Asian. So I can, my um, tendency kind of gets to his favoritism. But yeah. like, I really liked his hustle, like Utah Watanabe. I remember once he had an interview that there is no garbage time in NBA because every player in the NBA wants to have more minutes so that describes how he plays like the attitude he plays every single minute every single position with 100% of his power so that's why that makes him very unique Asian players yeah uh, honestly great 
Yeah, honestly, great answer. He's been one of my favorite players this season as well. I often give him credit on this podcast for his work ethic, and I just love the way he plays as well, that style, that working hard, running up and down the court every game, every time he hits the floor. So honestly, I love that. And you know, a little follow-up question, like, how does it make you feel, you know, knowing that like one of the only Asian players in the NBA is in the Toronto Raptors, a, a team that you support? Actually, Rui Hachimura is half Asian, but he yeah. was born and grew in Japan, so he's kind of culturally he's Asian. But yeah, besides that, um, I think one of the biggest mistakes that Asian basketball players in Korea, they think that the difference, the gap comes from their physicalities. Because, you know, black people, white people, they have like stronger and quicker than Asian people, they believe. But I think it's kind of contrary. It's kind of, I know it's beside, a little side beside of the Raptors talk, but because oh, many of Asian coaches are kind of old and outdated. So they have to experience how this kind of new technology, because long time ago, in terms of Korean sports, they didn't focus on weight training so much. But now you know that like weight training is as important as their tactics and skills, right? Yeah, no, Roy, I get what, I get what you're saying. And, and you're right. Like, I feel like even the Europeans, I feel in the Euro League, uh, coming into the league, I feel some of them have a bit of a difficult, like, a difficult time dealing with, with the, the size of the NBA players. And, uh, and it takes some time to adjusting. Uh, but I think Yuda and, uh, and guys like, like Rui, I think they, they fit in fine. I think Yuda, he just, he has to maybe gain a couple more pounds in terms of weight, but, I, I think he fits in perfectly fine. Like he he holds his own uh, under the rim and uh, he plays great basketball and he works a hundred hundred percent every play, like you said. And I think he's uh, he was a great addition this season. Uh, may I um, add one more thing? Yep. I think sometimes he's being like too much of unselfish because you know mm-hmm. it is good to be a little selfish to be a little more developed, but he's like too much of like passing sometimes. So I think if he goes for more aggressive, his statistics and his talent will get better in Raptors. Yep, that's a good point because his numbers, like his shooting percentage has been quite impressive. And I think Nick Nurse sees like, hey, you're shooting about 40% from three. If you're shooting this well, you should be shooting a lot more. And then that causes obviously the percentage to go down because they want him to take more shots. But they're saying... This is great efficiency, but you could be doing more, most likely. And then we saw near the end of the season, as he got more minutes, they really wanted him to be more uh, aggressive with his shot, and you saw him shooting a little bit more. So I think you're right. At the More at the beginning of the season, he was a little too passive and unselfish. And that's mm-hmm. going to lead us to our next question here. Um, I want to know your general thoughts on this year's playoff. Uh, do you have any predictions on who will win this year's championship? Um, like everybody says, Brooklyn is the number one contender, contender in this um, playoff game. But one factor very important is Harden's injury. I heard that Harden cannot play the fourth game of this series. So we are not sure when he can return, right? Then uh, Milwaukee Bucks, even though they are trailing by 2-1, they have a chance. And maybe Philadelphia, because I believe Eastern teams have more chance than the Western teams in this season. It's it's tough prediction, but, you know, Brooklyn's always a favorite. Could easily be the team that wins it. This is my last question for you before we give it to Adam. Uh, do you think Kyle Lowry will stay? Um, Definitely not. Because he, at the... So, he's born in 86, right? So, 35 years old. And the Raptors has been really changed to as a young, like, rebuilding team. So, 
even though Kyle Lowry stays, like he he doesn't really have a lot of what I, what I call is um motivation in this team. And he wants kind of one or two more rings in his career. So maybe um Raptors and Kyle Lowry both talked about signing trade. So I think um Raptors will figure out where he can be traded. He will make a like ten day contract or one day contract to be um have to have a judge retirement in Raptors. No, yeah, I totally agree. And I think like him getting to the latter stages of his career. Uh, he's, he's obviously wanting to win and the Raptors right now were not obviously looking like the best contender obviously right now with their current roster. So, uh, like you said, maybe he gets traded to a bigger contender that he has a chance to win a ring. And, uh, but I would also love to see him stay. Like Kyle, Kyle Lowry to me is the greatest Raptor of all time. So, so him staying, I mean, means the most for the, the franchise. That's a complicated question, like on loyalty and the championship and that's it. To have best assets, you have to balance it out. Okay. And then moving on to our next question, if he, if Kyle Lowry were to leave, who do you think will step up as the new leader on the team? I think definitely um, Fred VanVleet, because um, we also have witnessed that um, like long time ago when we had um, Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, everybody thought that like DeRozan is the, the ace, but the leader is Kyle Lowry, right? I see kind of similar situation with um, Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet. So Van Vliet, I think, definitely will be the new leader of Raptors. And he kind of proved it through this season. Yep, I, I think so too. I think Fred's uh, getting into that role of late, obviously, for sure. And then looking at our big man situation, do you like what we have going with Boucher, Birch, and Gillespie? Or do you think we need more reinforcements? It would be really great to have a some addition so my like best scenario for us is to get second pick by luck and draft Evan Mobley because I believe that he's a great defender from NCAA but that's like 10% of chance but we have to think about our salary cap too because I believe that um Gary Trent Jr his new contract is coming so after we make a contract with him there won't be any salary for him because um yeah I think we have to go with Ken Birch for now Okay, and what what would you say is your favorite Raptors moment? Uh, obviously, maybe just experiencing or any celebrations you may may have had for the Raptors or anything like that. Remember when we had the bench mobs, um, when we when we had DeRozan? Um, yeah. I think um, Raptors their strength came from the strong bench, and you know that as we had a uh, many trades for championships, our benches got really weak, and mm-hmm. I believe that. This year, our record wasn't good enough, but we really made a solid bet, solid bench mob. So I, my concern goes to the our new bench mobs. I am like you know, Mara Kathleen, Jalen Harris, Utah Watanabe, and yeah. Fred Gillespie as well. I am really excited to see these bench mobs how get they get developed next year. I like that answer. Okay. Obviously, there's going to be. Good growth coming up for those guys. We saw at the end of the year them able to play. Uh, you know, Harris putting on a great performance. Gillespie, we saw he earned his way to a contract. So I think the growth of those players are going to be fun, and maybe we can spark our own bench mob number two. Okay, and then the last question we have for you is, who do you think is the greatest Raptor of all time? Obviously, we got Vince Carter in the conversation, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. Who do you think, in your opinion? That's a tough question. So, but 
Maybe it's not a very tough question. Uh, definitely Kyle Lowry, but my um, number one pick goes to the Modules and how he dedicated to Raptors franchise, how he loved Raptors franchise. We definitely shouldn't forget about him. Okay, guys, we hope you all enjoyed. Um, that was our quick little Q&A with a special guest for this week. Obviously, we'll have some more guests on, and they can give their own takes, answer some fun questions, and we're going to see how the playoffs progress as we get closer to the end, making some more predictions. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed. Please like and subscribe. Leave your comments down below. Check us out on Instagram at Rapsville for NBA News, Raptors content. Roy, thank you on, thank you for coming. Thank you for being one of our, our first guests uh, outside of North America. Um, you wanted to introduce uh, your podcast a little bit, kind of talk what you're about and being a, a Raptors fan in Asia, what it's like. Um, so basically, uh, what I'm my podcast is run in Korean because I want to like get to promote Raptors in South Asia. So actually, in Asia, um, NBA is very famous because. Of course, we have Yuta Watanabe, the Japanese player, and China has been really fan of basketball. But Korea basketball is not as famous as these two countries. So our NBA fans are kind of maniac. But gladly, um, the Stephen Curry era, many new and young basketball fans has been come out. So I believe there is a chance for Raptors to be promoted because everybody knows Raptors won the championship two two years ago. So what I'm doing is that Rather than like making money for like NBA podcasts, like just want to share about Raptors in Korea. So that's what I do. And my, um, and I will comment about my podcast channel with your comments at, at your, um, YouTube upload. Thanks. Yeah, that sounds good. Just give us the link. We'll, we'll set you up. Um, yeah, great having you on. I like that you kind of created this, uh, uh, unique listening group that you've set yourself up with. Obviously, it's a good idea to promote yourself in that area and promote basketball all over the world. It's nice even the Raptors having like one of the highest jersey sales and in Asia leading that market. And we know that many players like to go over and uh, play some games there and meet fans. So definitely growing market. And yeah, it was great hearing your opinion coming from that side. We hope you enjoyed. That's us signing out. Peace. 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 You know, people don't really understand how obsessed I am with winning. It's not, I don't care about anything else.